Hello and welcome. My name is Carlin Kinney and you're listening to my podcast, Hear Me Clear. Tis the seasons of a new year, new me, new life. Just kidding, that shit made me want to throw up. That, But that reminds me of every New Year's post I ever see from every basic white girl. New year, new me. Hashtag 2021. Like, okay, we get it. Let's be honest. It's not a new you. It's just a new year. But very cliche, basic Instagram post. But I'd be lying to say if I haven't posted something like that too. I did two New Year's Eves ago. I posted a new year, same friend group or something like that, which is also very cliche because I was with my friends. I posted a picture with my friends. So it's still basic, but I will never claim. I will never make a promise I can't keep. So me posting new year, new me is basically saying there's going to be a new me, but I can't promise that because I don't know what yet the year is going to hold. I still might be the same me. Or I might improve a little bit, or I might get worse. I just don't know. So I never post something like that because I don't know if I'm willing to become a new me. And if I'm being entirely honest, I have a huge ego, and I like who I am as I am in this moment, for the most part. I mean, of course, there's always room for improvement, but like generally speaking, I like the kind of person I am. So that's why I also don't really believe in New Year's resolutions. I like a bucket list. I think a bucket list is much more attainable and it's easier to complete whereas a resolution like a new year's resolution is like you only have a year to complete this thing if you don't then it makes you feel like a failure whereas a bucket list you just have a list of things that you'd like to accomplish or do and then it just carries on and then you just keep adding to your bucket list and keep accomplishing things to your bucket list so that's what this episode is going to be about my bucket list that i created now some of these things are absolutely impossible to accomplish Some of these things will put me in jail, but it doesn't mean I can't still put it on my bucket list. There might be a situation that arises that allows me to successfully accomplish this item, this thing on my bucket list without having to go to jail. So that's what I'm going to share with you today. Some things are absolutely impossible, but I still put them on there because they're things I'd like to do. And then the other things I'm able to do. So that's what I'm going to share with you today. But first to recap, since the last time I posted, I've already posted more in the past two months than I have in the past six months previous to the last two months. I say that's an improvement in and of itself. I know I was supposed to post a third quarantine chat, but honestly, if I'm not motivated to do something, I'm not going to do it. I just wasn't motivated enough. And it was, it was going to be basically the same concept of this episode, but also talking about the holidays, but I I just didn't want to do it, you know, but I'm posting now better late than never. So after my quarantining, I was able to go home for Christmas and originally I thought I was going to spend about three days at home and then I was going to go back to school and work but then I was able to trade my work shifts so then I actually ended up spending about a week with my family which is really nice I really missed everybody but I have come to the conclusion that my family they are not my friends and I cannot treat them as I would treat my friends or do things with them as I would do with my friends in a friend setting. I'll give you a backstory. I almost blacked out in front of my family and it was so embarrassing. I threw up all over myself. You know, it was it was humiliating. Um, I drank like a little over half a handle of vodka and then like shotgunned like three Bud Light seltzers or whatever. I don't know. I was drinking a lot. And usually with my friends, you know, we're all on the same level and we all can like feed off of each other. So it's never an issue. And I always have a lot of fun. But at some point in the night, as I was heavily drinking, I was like, damn, the vibes in this house are fucking, they're low. And I was like, I and most of my family doesn't they don't drink, you know, like my older brother, he's no longer in college. My older sister, she's way out of college and she only drinks wine basically. 
my parents haven't consumed a lick of alcohol in, I want to say, decades. So here I am trying to party on Christmas Eve, nonetheless, trying to party, you know, and no one is matching my vibes. And it just put me in a sour mood. Like, you know how sometimes when you're drunk, like it, nothing makes sense. Like you're trying to you're trying to think of situations in a logical manner, but it just you just can't. Well, that was me. I got really upset for no reason about it. And when I get upset, there's no turning back from when I've been drinking. So I just got super upset about it. Then I started throwing up. And um, it was that that was that. And so I've come to the conclusion I'm no longer drinking at my house in front of my parents. And yeah, they are not my friends. So I cannot party with them as I would with my friends. So that was a hard lesson I had to learn. See, you know, if I had done that with my friends, I would have been able to rally afterwards. But I was just such I was in such a sour mood. And, you know, it was the alcohol speaking. I wasn't thinking logically. I shouldn't have drank that much anyway in front of my family. But I wanted I've been like. I've been quarantining for two weeks. I haven't been able to see my friends. I wanted to drink in a social setting, so I was ready to drink. Well, it ended very badly, so I'm never doing that again. But, hey, we all have lessons we've learned. That's on my bucket list to never drink in front of my family again. And I was so hungover for Christmas Day. It was terrible. I thought I was going to pass out and die and throw up. And, of course, everybody gets up early for Christmas, like 8 a.m. early. I hate getting up early for Christmas. I want to wait till at least noon so I can sleep in, then open gifts or whatever. But no, I literally went to bed, I think, at like 4 a.m., woke up at 6.30. Because when I've been drinking, I always wake up super early, even if I don't intend to. And I just couldn't go back to sleep. So I was running on two hours of sleep. I was hungover, wanted to throw up, couldn't eat food, couldn't put it down, couldn't hold it down. Um, So it made for a very exciting Christmas and kind of put a bad tone on the rest of while I was home, which... Granted, was my fault, so I won't be doing that again. But other than that, I really enjoyed being home. Really enjoyed seeing my family and my and my you know my pets as well. So I mean, I just love. I mean, clearly they're not going to hold it against me. I I hope not. But um, so yeah, family, if you're listening to this, I am sorry. I won't be doing that again. But really, that's really the only bad thing that happened in the last four weeks or so. So you know, as far as life goes, it could have been worse. It kind of humbled me a bit. Um, so that basically just also showed me that I really need to hang out with my friends. I know it's like COVID and all, but I miss my friends so much. So I can't wait for the semester to start. So, you know, we're all in the same place and I can hang out with them and I won't be going home for a while. So, you know, I'm looking forward to doing that. Also, I would like to note on my last two podcasts, I got some of the best reviews I've ever gotten on anything. So anyone who's listened to those and have gotten back to me and told me that they really liked it. It means so much. It means the world to me because, you know, it kind of takes a while to record these and then also edit them. Just, I mean, I don't do too much editing because I can't, I'm trying to make it as, as natural as I can, but it, 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 I'm like, I'm, I'm mad cheesing about it. You know, I've gotten a lot of good feedback. Um, some people have told me that the best episodes they've heard yet. And I don't know, it just makes me so happy that people actually like listening to these things. So thank you so much. And I know it's only friends and family who listen to my episodes or family of my friends who listen to this. Um, but it's still, you got to start small. You got to start somewhere. It just makes it enjoyable when, pe- when I hear that people actually like listening to these things. And my friend Sydney, her mom, shout out to her, shout out to Sydney's mom. Um, Sydney showed her one of my podcast episodes or something. And Sydney told me that her mom thought I was really funny. And that. <laughs> like I know that's not a big deal to most people but I think that's great like someone who I haven't really I haven't I have not met Sydney's mom yet but somebody who thinks I'm funny like 
now like I don't know I think that's the best compliment someone could give me to say that they think that I'm funny I think I'm the I think I'm funny anyway Sydney told me that her mom really enjoys these and they listen to them together and so shout out to Sydney's mom shout out to Sydney for showing your mom I know sometimes that this isn't really necessarily a mom-friendly podcast because sometimes I do expose myself. Also, sometimes I expose my friends. So, um, you know, you've been warned. Can't wait to meet you. When COVID's all said and done, we'll definitely have to meet. Um, I've not. I've met Libby's, my friend Libby's parents, just because Libby invited us out in the summer to her lake house in Ginger Cove. I've met Ethan's parents, but I haven't met Sydney's parents. Um, but I think we'd get along great. So I really do appreciate everybody taking the time out of the day to listen to this or not listen to it. It doesn't matter, but I appreciate it nonetheless. And I've been meaning to record this episode, but like I said, I just wasn't feeling it. I was spending time with my family and then I came back and then I jumped, like I went straight into work. I worked like 30 hours in three days. So I was just drained. I just wanted to sleep or just relax or chill. And also my sleep schedule is so fucked up. You know what? Hopefully I think I got it fixed today. Today, well, yesterday I slept like in the afternoon and then into the night and then woke up this morning early at 6 a.m. And I think normal people get up at like 6. At least I think so. Normal people don't sleep 15 hours. But like my sleep schedule is so whack. Like the other, like two nights ago or two, two days ago, two nights ago basically, I was trying to sleep early. I was trying to go to bed and I just couldn't. My, my brain is just too wired some nights. And so at like 4 o'clock in the morning, I got this obsessive desire to make potatoes. And I know that sounds weird, but for some reason I got in my brain. I was like, oh my gosh, I have potatoes I haven't used yet. They're going to go bad. I have to make something. Could I have waited till the morning? Yeah. But for some reason, it was just, I could not sleep unless I made these potatoes, unless I roasted them. So I, I send myself recipes online. So I scrolled through months of text messages that I send myself of recipes, found the recipe of roasted potatoes that I just remembered that I found. And then at 4.30, I, like, made roasted potatoes. And they turned out really good. But, like, that's what I'm talking about. I just can't have a normal sleep schedule, apparently. And is it possibly all the caffeine I drink? You know what? That is, that is up to interpretation. I don't think the caffeine I drink keeps me up at night. It's mostly my thoughts that keep me up at night. And I know that sounds, like, bad. Like, I no, no, no. They're, it's, like, thoughts like, oh, my gosh. If I don't make my potatoes right now, this second, they're going to go bad. So it's like stuff like that. And I, th- I get like urges to like clean my entire apartment. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to clean my living room right now. And it's two in the morning. So like those kind of thoughts. Also, if I'm like trying to sleep and then I remember that I can't, I, and then a thought comes in my head and I'm thinking, oh my God, where is my blue pen? For example, something so dumb that I could wait till the, till the next day to look for. Well, that keeps me up. I literally cannot go to bed until I find that blue pen that I'm thinking about. So then I literally have to go, to, like, get out of bed, look for the blue pen, find it, and then I can finally relax and go to bed. I don't know. That's probably, like, an issue I have, but I'm just glad when I was making those potatoes, I didn't set off the fire alarm. Do you know how annoying that would have been? But a highlight, I got an espresso machine for Christmas, and I finally used it a few days ago, and it's amazing. I did my research because I didn't want an expensive espresso machine because, of course, I would not have gotten it for Christmas. And so I did my research of, you know, fairly cheap espresso machines. It was on sale for like $89 and it's usually like 120 So it's not too expensive as espresso machines go. But I did my research and I was super excited and I hadn't used it yet. And so I finally took it out of the box, finally used it. And it's amazing. It's the greatest gift I've ever gotten. But I used my espresso machine for the first time and it was delicious. Um, and so I've been drinking a lot of coffee per usual instead of buying coffee though I've just been making it so that's probably like a cheaper option but 
I still drink too much coffee, apparently. Also, someone, like, I posted on my Snapchat story that I was drinking a lot of espresso shots. And somebody said, well, my brother said, be careful. You're going to die if you, you know, you're going to OD. And I was like, you know what? If I OD from drinking too much caffeine, just know that I went out doing what I love the most. You know, I could die any day at any moment walking down the street. But at least if I OD drinking caffeine, I would have died doing what I love the most. I would have died in absolute peace, serendipity, and I would have just, you know, so it's not the worst way to go, in my opinion. I just, I know you have to drink a lot of caffeine, and I don't think I would do that because I think my body would tell me to stop drinking that much caffeine if I got to that point. But let's say it happens. It's not the worst way for me to go, and I would like that on my tombstone. Went out doing what she loves the most. Drinking caffeine or something like that. Maybe I want to be cremated. You know what? If I am cremated, I still want a tombstone and then spread some of my ashes there. Also, two of my best friends finally turned 21. Delaney and Aaliyah, happy birthday. I love you guys more than life itself. I owe everything to you guys. I am who I am because of you. And I know I wasn't always the greatest friend in the beginning of our friendship. And I continue to say that because I, for, I have this impending guilt still about how what kind of friend I was when I first moved to Nebraska but those two have stuck with me when I didn't deserve it and I am the person I am today because of them and it's just I I'm so glad that they're still in my life and that they've chosen to stay in my life even when I didn't deserve them so happy birthday to you guys I love you so much um when COVID's done I want to do a proper bar crawl in some large city and so you know what, I, it's, like, it's like the little milestones that I look forward to that I never thought I was going to experience. I never thought I was going to experience having friends like them. Um, all my friends are great, by the way. I really lucked out in the friend department. I know a lot of people struggle sometimes making friends and having a good, decent friend group, but I think right now in my life, in this moment in time, I have the best friends somebody could ever have. Um, Ethan, Libby, Sydney, Delaney, Aaliyah, Jack, Peter, Mikey. Like, that, like those are my people, I feel like. And so... Like, I have multiple friend groups, but, you know, you guys mean the world to me. And I, I don't know, I think I just really lucked out. And I don't want to get too sappy on this, but I don't know. I, like, I, 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 think, I think people should be jealous of me. I think people want to have the friends that I have. And I, and I don't know, I just got super lucky, and I'm always super grateful for it. So I can't wait till we can actually celebrate. I know it's not going to be the same, but who cares? You know, tequila shots or tequila shots on me when we can at the bar. But yeah, that's basically what's happened in the last three weeks. So for New Year's Day, I did not do anything. I did not celebrate in any way, which is, you know, fine. 2020 was kind of a chaotic year. So kind of going into 2020 on a mellow on mellow terms, you know. But yeah, I didn't really do anything to celebrate, which is OK. Um, New Year's Eve is my second favorite holiday, though. Um, so it was kind of sad I wasn't able to do anything, but my friends weren't back in Lincoln. You know, I was at, I was back in Lincoln. I couldn't go back home. So honestly, it wasn't too bad of a day. So I'm just looking forward to next year. Hopefully COVID's done. Hopefully we all take the vaccine and life can resume in somewhat of a normal manner. I know it's never going to be the same. I think, you know, I think it's so interesting thinking back like 20, 25 plus years from now, we're going to look back on this year and think, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck happened? We're truly living in a simulation, I think. But, you know, it's, you know, it was, it was, it was a good start to the year. And I'm really excited for what the year will bring. I'm going to really try and better myself, but not a new me, just like fine tune some of my issues like being a bad student I'm gonna really try and be a good student get really like good grades this past semester was not that great I've had words but it wasn't as good as I know I can be but it's year 2021 you know 
I am really looking forward to this year. I think it's going to be a great year in terms of growth for the country in general. Um, I think 2021 will bring a lot of healing. I think we need to heal as a country. There's a lot of hate in people's hearts. Um, not everyone's hearts, but in some heart, in some hearts, there is a lot of hate that was allowed to be expressed freely, which I just don't believe it should have been. Um, you know, it's 2021, man. You know, we shouldn't be taking 25 steps back. You know, it's, it's kind of depressing to think that some people in the country can think that they can hate so freely and bring so much negativity about when really, you know, we're all, we're all on the same team. You know, we're all, we're, it's humanity we need to save at this point. So I'm really excited to see in what ways the country can grow. Um, and, and I just, I just hope that it's not as toxic as it was the past year or so, you know, it, just a lot of shit happened. And I think that's easy. It's just a way to sum up 2020, just a lot of shit happened. But for 2021, I have a bucket list that I created that I'm going to share with you today. Not everything, because it's like a hundred things I put on that list. Just things that I'd like to do this year. And I think one of my number one resolutions this year is to finally get blocked by Donald J. Trump on Twitter. I tweet at that man so much, you would think he would have blocked me by now. Granted, some of my tweets are not so nice. And I did have one tweet removed um, and my account suspended. Um, I didn't think it was so bad, but apparently it was bad. It violated community guidelines. But the tweet was, I tweeted uh, last year or something, but the tweet was along the lines of, I said, at Donald Trump, I hope you choke. And that was it. That was the tweet. And then I go back on Twitter to look at, you know, my, on my, you know, to look at my feed or whatever. It says your account has been suspended. And granted, I, he was the president, so it was viewed as a threat. But like, I didn't say, I hope you choke and die. It literally was just, I hope you choke. I don't, I don't wish death upon anybody, even if it's Donald Trump, but apparently they took it in a little more, they took it a little more aggressively than I would have hoped and I got suspended. But as far as clout goes, that was, that gave me, that's a little bit of clout getting suspended for tweeting at the president. You know what? I love Twitter. He tweets so much. He tweets too much. You know, I should be allowed to tweet too. Where, like, where's the freedom of speech going? You know, I didn't say Donald Trump, I hope you choke and die. And I, and I also didn't specify what you choked on. Up to you. Up for interpretation, you know? So I do hope that I get blocked by him eventually. So here's the, here's the problem I have with that. If I continue to tweet at Donald Trump, will that put me on an FBI watch list? Am I already on an FBI watch list? How do you even find something like that out? It's not like they send you a text. Oh, by the way, this is the FBI and you are being watched by us. Or it's not something they send you in the mail. It's not something you can ever find out. So if I continue to tweet at him, will it be seen as harassment? And then will I be put on an FBI watch list? That is to be seen. And I will update you on that. Definitely. Um, I've seen online where people will like tweet about the president or tweet about some politician or something. And Homeland Security will show up at the door asking if it's like a real threat or something. And I don't want that. No, I don't want that. Purely, it's just, it's for my own purpose. It's, it's for my own enjoyment. You know, I, I don't I don't actually mean any harm. So I'm just going to put that out there right now. I don't actually mean any harm. If the FBI is watching Big Brother, um, how's it going? You know, um, I'm not too serious about it all. You know, actually, I think my number one bucket list item is to actually get health insurance for the first time in like four years. I've been trying to, I've been meaning to. So like, as I'm trying to be more mature in 2021. I am going to try and get health insurance. So 
I think the number one spot is tied for getting blocked by Donald Trump and then also getting health insurance. Haven't decided which one's more important yet or which one I'd like to accomplish first, but I think those two spots are definitely number one. Which one's more important or which one I want to accomplish first? But after I get health insurance, I'd like to get my wisdom teeth taken out because I've been meaning to do that for the past two to three years and they're growing in. And every time they grow in, it hurts my jaw so much. Tooth pain is the worst pain I've ever felt. So that's also up there high on the list, I think. But um, it just all depends, you know, how the year starts to go. We'll see. You've heard of El Chapo. I've heard of El Chapo. He's, he's escaped custody how many times or whatever. Um, he's currently being held in prison somewhere. Um, you know, I would like to write that man a letter. Just like, hey, El Chapo, how's it going? If you have any money laying around, you know, drug money laying around that's cleaned and you'd like to give it to a good cause... Um, I'm a good cause. I wonder if he's going to escape again. But see, that's also the problem. If I send him a letter, I definitely will be put on a watch list. But like, it's just a letter. I don't even know if he's receiving letters. But like, that'd be kind of cool to say I wrote El Chapo a letter. It's not like he would ever write me back. I would be too scared if he actually wrote me back because, you know, he is a drug lord or whatever. And he's actually a very scary man. So I'd be playing with fire a little bit. And I know I'm a, I'm a Leo, a fire sign. But like, I really don't want to get burned that badly. It would definitely be an interesting plot line of my life to say, hey, I've been blocked by the president and El Chapo wrote me back. You know, two truths and a lie. I could definitely use one of those and somebody would say that's definitely a lie. And I'd be like, psych, guess what? It actually happened. If, he, if I ever did write him a letter and if he ever did write me back, you know, I'd ask him what his favorite color is or something. I definitely frame the letter. But also, I don't want to go to jail for just writing a letter. So it's like it's like risky. So I am going to have to do a little more research on that. Because it's just a letter. How harmless can that be, you know? But also, he's escaped police custody. Somebody would think, oh, she's written code. But, like, what is a girl from Nebraska going to do, you know? Like, I would, like, I'm not smart enough to cheat my way through school very well. How am I going to be smart enough to break out a drug lord from prison? So I'll definitely attempt it. But I'm going to have to do research before I wanna, I'm ready to go to jail. Because, again, I would not do well in jail. Mm -mm -mm. I just I just wouldn't do well in jail. You know, I would get my ass beat repeatedly. And what and from what I've seen, you know, from TV shows and and whatever, you know, the 60 days in or whatever undercover in jail where they it's a TV show where they send a handful of people undercover in prisons to kind of like expose the prison environment. And from what I've seen, there's a lot of racial stuff going on. You know, I'm a white person. I'd go into jail. I'd be approached by these neo-Nazis and be like, hey, you should join our side. You're white, right? And I'd be like, yes, in fact, thank you for using your eyes. I am, in fact, white. Um, but also, I'm not a neo-Nazi, so I'm going to gladly decline that offer. But I appreciate you offering that to me. And, of course, I'm going to be targeted if I don't join the Nazis. And then I'd not have an enjoyable, like, it's, it's a lose-lose situation for me. It's just not something that I want to do. Also, jail in and of itself, I don't want that on my record. Like, yeah, I know sometimes some of the things I do is, are questionable, you know. Some of the actions I do are questionable. But never, I don't think they'd ever send me to jail, necessarily. Next item on my bucket list, be a little more money conscious. Learn a little bit of money management. Learn how to save. I know what the concept of saving is. I just never have done it. I'm just so bad at it. Every time I try, in my mind, I think, ugh, I have the money in my account. Why am I not using it? So I'm really bad at saving money. And I would like to try and save money because that leads me to my next thing. I'd like to buy a new car. My car's 20 years old. It's not going to make it much longer. 
It's almost as old as I am. And I'm barely making it through. I'm barely making it by. Imagine an automatic vehicle, not made to last probably more than 15 years. It's on its last leg, folks. So I'd like to learn how to save a bit. Not learn. I would like to save money. Maybe learn how to save money. Only spend money on things that I need, which is going to be really, really hard because I just, I get so much serotonin in online shopping, buying things for myself, buying things that I absolutely do not need. So I'm going to really, really try this year to save my money so that I can buy a car. I'm going to try and save at least six grand. I know that's not going to buy me a great car. Maybe that'll help me put a down payment on. Then I'll be able to lease a car. Who knows? Or maybe I'll be able to buy like a 2014 car, which is better than a night, which is better than a 2000 car. You know, six grand is not that much money. I mean, it is a lot of money for someone who doesn't have money. But in terms of cars, cars are like $24,000. But $6,000, you know, maybe that'll help me put enough money down for a down payment so that I can start leasing a car. Or I could buy like a 2013, 2014 car, which is much better than a 2001 Oldsmobile Alero. My car literally has the word old in it. A little bit of foreshadowing there, perhaps. Who knows? And I guess we'll see, you know, I'm going to really try and I guess I'll update you in a year or so. I've also gotten really into boxing matches, like watching boxing and like UFC fighting or whatever. And so I think that maybe I'd like, I know, like, I'm not a fighter. I think in one of my last podcasts, I said that if I got in a fight, I'd probably lose. But I'm, you can learn any skill. You know, I'd like to see if I'd be good at boxing, maybe take a few boxing classes, maybe box a bit, see if I'd be any good at it. I watched the Ryan Garcia and Luke Campbell fight that happened a few days ago. And Ryan Garcia is like known as the golden boy. Like he's one of the youngest fighters in the game right now, but he's like quickly climbing up the ladder. He's, you know, fighting a lot of like known names in the industry. And he's like, he's like a super cocky guy. He's not like a great guy, but like he's good at fighting. So you kind of have to like separate the two, you know, Um, he's a great fighter, not a great guy, whatever. But I was watching the boxing match and I was like, this kind of looks fun. Like, you know, like it would be kind of fun to be in a boxing match. So within the year on my bucket list to get into boxing, you know, take some classes, see if I like it. And then if I do like it, stick with it. And then hopefully maybe by the end of the year be in at least one sanctioned boxing match. I don't want I don't want to get in a fight that's not sanctioned because a lot of issues can come with that. But, you know, maybe a sanctioned boxing match. Will I still lose? Probably, but at least I would have tried. And I really think that all of these interesting desires stem from me being an adrenaline junkie. I love a good adrenaline rush. Who doesn't? You know, I'm addicted to that rush. And so, sure, I could skydive like a normal person. I will still, I will still go skydiving at some point in my life. It's on my bucket list. But, um, you know, being in a street race, also on my list. Is that necessarily safe? No, but I wouldn't mind doing it along with addictive things. I've been fiending for a new tattoo. I'm def- I'm definitely getting a new tattoo this year. I've been trying to hold off on getting any more tattoos because I'd like to go into a profession that it may be frowned upon to have tattoos. Not that my tattoos are distasteful because they're not. They're pieces of art so far from what I've gotten. And I'd like to, I'd like to get more tattoos of different art pieces in the future, but I've been holding off because I don't want to be turned away because of something I, I chose to do, you know, and if I am, you know, so be it, but I'm fiending for a new tattoo and I've held off for two years of getting another tattoo and I, and I can't do it anymore. I literally physically cannot hold off any longer. 
I know exactly what I'm going to get. Um, I, I, I just, I just need one more. They're addictive. If you've ever gotten a tattoo, you know exactly the feeling I'm talking about. If you haven't, think of it as long, along the lines of, I don't know, doing a drug once and really having a good experience and then wanting to do it again, but you know, you shouldn't, but you should as well. You know, just like something like that. I know they're not really the same, but you know, I've been fiending for a new tattoo. I want one so bad. Like I said, my tattoos aren't distasteful. You know, I have, they're mostly minimalist tattoos. I Actually, they all are minimalist tattoos. I don't really like um, colorful tattoos. I don't really like shading in my tattoos. Um, that's not something I like. I like minimalistic art. So I have like a minimalistic Van Gogh piece of Starry Starry Night. I have a minimalistic lion head for being a Leo, and it's one of my favorite animals. Um, and so I'm going to get the, a minimalistic Mona Lisa tattoo, and then also a minimalistic um, creation of Adam. And then I also have a few other art pieces that I want to get. Thankfully, these all can be covered. But like a face tattoo would be kind of so cool to get. As long as you could take it off. But you can't because tattoos are permanent. But like let's say I was rich and wealthy. Let's say I was famous. You know, I think I would get a face tattoo. Because it wouldn't matter. I wouldn't have to work a day in my life. Because I had all the money that I would need. But that is not the case. So I will not be getting a face tattoo. I would like to get one, but I'm not going to. I don't know what I would get as a face tattoo anyway. I'd have to put a lot of hard thought into it maybe. Hmm, I don't know. But anyway, so I'm going to be getting a few tattoos, at least one. And maybe with the generational, you know, change that's bound to happen, um, tattoos won't be so severely looked down upon in the workplace. Another cool thing that I think I'd like to do this year on my bucket list is meet a celebrity. Maybe B-list, A-list preferably. I've never met a famous person in my life. What celebrities visiting Omaha, Nebraska or Lincoln, Nebraska? Who, who, even, who even willingly comes to Nebraska? Nobody. So, you know, if I just met an A-list celebrity, maybe traveling somewhere or something, that would be really cool and I'd like to take a picture with them. It doesn't have to be a celebrity I really like. Just any celebrity. A Kardashian, maybe. But if I, would, but if I had to pick a Kardashian... Um, I would like to say it would be Kendall, but I've heard she's not very nice. So if it had to be a Kardashian, maybe, hmm, maybe Kim Kardashian or Khloe Kardashian. I think Khloe Kardashian is the funniest, but maybe Scott Disick. He's really funny too. I really like him. Maybe he's nice. I don't really know, but I've heard Kendall, Kendall is not nice at all. Kendall Jenner, not nice. But she's hot, so I would not mind meeting her. But I heard she's not nice. And also, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, talk to a celebrity who's going to be mean to me. That's scary. So maybe I'll settle for Kim or Khloe Kardashian. Um, I feel like Kim would be nice just because she would get the most backlash if she wasn't nice. But also, I feel like Khloe is nice. I think, I think Khloe, from what I've seen from the Kardashians, Khloe's a bitch. But I think she would be nice to your face. Also, she'd be really funny. Like, if it was such a, if it was like a casual meet, like, I wouldn't stalk anybody because that's when they get irritated, you know, by the paparazzi or whatever. I don't know. It would be cool to meet a celebrity that I actually was a fan of, but there are very few celebrities that I'm actually a fan of. Like, everyone knows certain celebrities, but I'm only a fan of, like, a handful of them. There's, like, maybe five celebrities that if I met that I'm actually fans of that I would be starstruck by and I wouldn't know how to act. And maybe it would turn me into one of those, oh my God, oh my God, it's, oh my God, it's so, so, like one of those people. Other than that, there's, I just feel like celebrities are normal people, just rich. So I feel like I'd know how to like talk to a celebrity, but like if it was a hand, if there was like, there's like a handful of them that I just would not know what to do with my life. 
I think Harry Styles is one of them. Timothy Chalamet, Robert Pattinson, all the men I'm in love with. See, the only men that I am in love with, they're celebrities. Other than that, I'm pretty gay. I think those would be the only people I wouldn't know how to act around. That I would, I think I'd have a heart attack if I saw them in person. I also wouldn't mind getting famous this year. I think that's a little, that's a little bit out of my reach, but I wouldn't mind it. I think I would do well in fame. Now, I have not a clue what I'd be famous for. So that kind of makes it hard for me to even think about getting famous because I don't really have any talents or skills that go, hey, you know what? I'm in the top 1%. Like, you know, like I, I, could, totally, I could totally make it in this industry. No, not at all. I'm being realistic with myself. I want to go viral on Twitter or TikTok for being funny or something, like having a good video, not for something bad. I would never want to go viral for something bad. I also would not want to go viral for being a meme. Like, that's just embarrassing and humiliating. I'd want to go viral for stu- being funny. I think I'm the funniest person alive. But no, I want, no one else appreciates that. So maybe someday this year, someone might, a celebrity might retweet my tweet. And I go viral. Get thousands of likes and retweets. That would be pretty nice. Because with fame comes fortune. And I would like to be rich for no reason. I think a lot of people would like to be rich for no reason. And, I, and people who say money doesn't buy happiness, I, I just don't agree with that. I think money can make you happy. You know, I think not that it can buy happiness because happiness is not something that you is not a physical thing that you can buy. Right. But money can allow you to buy things that make your life more relaxed. Money can create an environment in your life to make you more relaxed, to enjoy life better. You're able to do the things that you love more without having to worry about financial problems. Because financial problems, if we're being honest, that, that, those, that, that is one of the biggest problems I think that a lot of people face are money problems. So if money wasn't an issue and you could just do whatever you wanted, whenever you wanted, I, in that way, I think money does buy happiness. I saw a poll the other day. Um, you could pick what you wanted. Would you rather have love or money? And I think, I'd, I, think I would choose money in this, in this circumstance because let me tell you, I've been in love. And the aftermath was not good at all. I'd much rather be the richest person in the world than be in love because that shit, when that ends, it hurts. But when you're broke, you're just back where you started. But I definitely will pick money over love any day. And I'm a hopeless romantic. You know, I want to be in love. Also, not really. I'm kind of tired of it. It kind of sucks in the long run. You know, in the moment, I think it's great. But then when it ends, it's the worst. I would rather die than feel heartbreak again. Like, I think if I was to be in love again, I don't think I'd be blind to the problems of love, you know? For example, I think I'm allowed to say this because my brother doesn't listen to this podcast, what great support he is, but also, younger brother. My older brother listens to these, so shout out, Henry. Thank you for supporting me. But my younger brother, Josh, he does not listen to these podcasts. But, like, he's, like, in love, love, right? He's, like, in love. He's been dating his girlfriend for, like, two years But guess what? He just found out his girlfriend was cheating on him. And guess what? He's still in love, love with her. He's still trying to make the relationship work. And it's not that she cheated one time, okay? She's been cheating, like, a long time. She says she's only been cheating for a couple months. Um, I don't believe that at all. Anyway, he's blind. He's blind because of love. He thinks that she still cares about him, blah, 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 blah. And then he told me, and I was like, oh, my God, why are you still with her? Like, what? He's like... He's like, I love her. I'm trying to make this work. You, you don't just give up on the people you love. And I said, <clears throat> she gave up on your relationship, sir. She's been giving up on your relationship. Like, like, if I was in love with somebody, it does not matter how in love with this person I would be. 
If I found out that they cheated on me, that would be it. It does not matter. I have too, I have too much self-respect for myself to allow somebody, especially if, okay, I'm sorry, but his girlfriend is musty as fuck. Like, she is dirty, bro. Like, I, I, no one in my family likes her. Anyway, especially if I was dating somebody like that, but I wouldn't be because I have too high of standards for myself, but... If I got cheated on, that would be it. No going back. I would, I, would, I would not try to justify that at all. Like, love is great and all, but I'm not dumb, you know? So for the new year, I'd like to have more money than love. And I fall in love easily, dude. Like, like a girl looks at me, and I think I'm in love with her. Like, I think, like, like, I believe in, like, love at first sight, like, which sounds so gross when you say it. But, like, I can fall in love pretty easily, I think. Um, but the problem is, is I'm falling in love with people who just would never love me, which is sad when you think about it, but Hey, you got to shoot for the moon somewhere. You'll land among the stars. So I'd like to be rich this year. I'd like to go on a trip. I'm going to go out of the country, whether it's the last thing I do or not, hopefully, but that's like when COVID's done this year though, hopefully towards the end of this year, I want to go out of the country. I want to visit, even if it's to Canada, you know, hello neighbors, even if it's to Canada, I'd like to go. I think it would be so much fun just to see the world. I've never been outside of the country. I have been outside of the state that I live in, but let's be honest. Visiting Alabama is not that impressive. It's great to travel, you know, but like I want to travel to a different country. You know, Italy maybe. I want to try the coffee there. Portugal maybe. You know, somewhere that's not the fucking United States of America. I want to get experience outside of these strict capitalistic walls that I live in. You know, I just want to, I want to experience life. Maybe in the summer, this upcoming summer, I want to go on a trip and just like for three months, just do this trip, you know. But if I can't go outside of the country, what I would do instead, which is also on my bucket list, is like rent a camper van or an RV or something during the summer and just travel the country go visit Mount Rushmore. I've never seen it. It's in South Dakota. Wouldn't go there willingly. But like if I was, if I had an RV or something just to go travel the States, you know, go to Washington or Oregon or California, you know, even freaking, even Florida, I would go to just to see it, you know? So if I can't go outside the country this summer, I'm going to rent a camper van and travel. Hopefully one of my friends want to do it with me. Maybe Ethan wants to do it with me. I don't know if he will. He's probably busy this summer. All my friends seem like they're going to be pretty busy this summer, so maybe it's something I'd have to do on my own. But it would still be fun, though. I also, like, I think a lot of people will have this on, like, their New Year's resolution or their bucket list, is to learn an instrument. Like, I'm an average singer. If I could learn an instrument, that would put me up the game, like, 10 points, you know? The piano or the guitar. I don't think I'd be able to learn any other instrument, but like the piano and the guitar, they're hard enough as it is to learn, but I think they'd be kind of fun to learn one or the other. Then I could like sing and play an instrument. That would be kind of cool. Maybe I could do like a open mic night or like post a video on YouTube or something like someone's bound to like it, you know? So I'd like to learn how to play an instrument. Now, I really don't know if it's going to be possible because my life is kind of crazy as it is. I barely have time to turn my assignments in for school on time just because of the kind of person that I am. I barely have the time or the motivation to record podcast for six months at a time. 
so that is that TBD to be determined on that one. It's still on my list just because it's on my list doesn't mean I have to accomplish it. It's just something that I, you know, chose picked out of a lot of things I could possibly do. I could also possibly pull a fire alarm this year. You know, that's another one of those things that it's not legal for me to do if there's not a fire. So kind of hoping there's a small fire so I can pull it so I don't go to jail for pulling the fire alarm. But also hoping that there's a small fire is also not good either. So maybe if it was a contained small fire that didn't do any damage, maybe not a fire in my apartment building because I don't want to pay for, you know, damages or whatever. But maybe if I'm just like walking in a building and I see a small fire in a trash can or something and I pull the fire alarm. That Well, that sounds really suspicious. That sounds like I'd set it. Okay, let me change the setting. Let's say, you know, I'm walking, I'm in a building, you know, classroom building or something, walking in the hallway, and I see smoke, and there's fire coming out of the bathroom or something. Then I think that would be enough cause for me to pull the fire alarm, and then I could also check off my bucket list that I've been in a fire and also pulled the fire alarm. Does it sound crazy? Maybe a little bit. I have been wanting to pull a fire alarm since the fifth grade. Maybe the universe is on my side this year. Maybe I'll be given the opportunity to save lives and also pull a fire alarm and then get all that blue paint on my hand when the fire, when I pulled the fire alarm and like just flex. Like I'd post a picture on Instagram that said, just pulled the fire alarm. Hi, what'd you do today? So much is going on in my mind. Everything is so random. No rhyme or reason. I just kind of ramble and speak and whatever pops into my head next. I'd like to say it the way that I say it. Um, and sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Like, I was just going to say, well, I'm still going to say it, but, like, this has nothing to do with the last point that I just made at all. This is my official request to ask Demi Lovato out on a date. That's also on my bucket list. Is that attainable? Probably definitely not. But I'll tweet at her every day until she either blocks me or accepts. Now, would I be able to take her to, like, Nobu? No, I can't afford any place nice. But I think I'm a nice person, and maybe it will work out nicely. Um, but yeah, this is my official request to take her out on a date. Now, where would I take her? Probably Cracker Barrel, because that's really the only place I can afford. Maybe Blue Sushi. But like, not Nobu. Not like a, a five-star steak restaurant, because again, I'm broke. But I'm a nice person. That's really all that I can offer. And is that attainable? It's on my bucket list. Is it attainable? No. But... I can still, I can still ask about, I can still, I can still dream, you know, I love Demi Lovato, she's one of my celebrity crushes too, she's got brown eyes, brown hair, super freaking talented, and I, like, if you look at her, I mean, it's quite obvious why, she's, she's very attractive, and who knows, if we do break up, I mean, if I ever got to date somebody like Demi Lovato, I would do everything in my absolute power not to have her break up with me, now, me being broke, I wouldn't be able to do anything about it because she's richer than I am, um, and I wouldn't be able to do anything of her stand to her standards, but like I would not allow that to happen. Like I would do whatever I had to do. I would I would personally pick the stars out of the sky to give to her in a box if I had to. But let's say we did break up and she wrote a song about me. That's kind of a flex. You know, that's also on my bucket list to have somebody write a song about me, maybe a SoundCloud rapper to make a rap about me. I don't really see many women SoundCloud rappers, so maybe I'd have to date a man for that. And that is a little bit, a lot of bit, off-putting. But you got to do what you got to do. If that's what needs to be done, then I will gladly do it. It's not going to be permanent. I'm already planning on breaking up with this fictional SoundCloud rapper. And I'm already planning on using that song for clout. So I would like, to ha I would like for that to happen this year. In the hopes of bettering myself, I'd like to read more books. I think within the last year, I read half a book. 
that wasn't for class. I barely read those books that I need for class. So I'd like to actually get into reading a bit. I used to love reading as a kid. I do not know what happened. I just haven't found a genre maybe as like a young adult that I really like. So I'm really on the lookout for a good book um, that I'd like to start reading or just like books in general that I'd like to start reading because I used to like reading. I think it's very peaceful and maybe it will help for my brain not to rot as much because the amount of time I spend on electronics, my phone, video games or whatever, I could at least spare an hour to read a book. I also want to go see a psychic reader. Um, I got my tarot cards read to me once before and I'm pretty sure it was a scam. So I'd like to go see another psychic reader, tarot card reader, fortune teller. Maybe it'll be a scam again. Who knows? But I'd like to go see another one to get my tarot cards read to me because I'd like to see what my future holds. A lot of people don't like to do that. Like some of my friends like Delaney, I tried to get her to have her tarot cards read with me and she said no. And also my parents don't want to know about the future. Like, I don't know why. I think it's kind of cool. I mean, do I believe in it? I think I do. Um, but also I don't know. So I'd like to get my fortune read to me again just to see where I'm at in my life, to see if my last fortune that was read to me was a complete scam. Seemed like it was a scam. Um, so I just, I'd like to experience that again. Maybe someone who's like really legit, like someone who actually has like a tarot card reading office, not somebody I just found online, you know? So I'd like to try that. Holy shit. The holidays, so many people get engaged over the holidays. Oh my God. So many people my age got engaged over the holidays. Like people I have talked to in real life have gotten engaged over the holidays. Look, like, not that I'm not happy for them. I'm only 21, though. There's no way in hell you'll catch me getting engaged in the next three or five, in the next three years. I think in order for me to accept an engagement or to think about getting engaged to somebody, like I said, I fall in love fast, but I want to be dating somebody at least two or three years. I think maybe at least three years before I have a year-long engagement, and then I get, like, married. Like, like that, but, like, I feel like I'm too young to get married right now or to even get engaged. Like, also, I will never be asking somebody to marry me on a holiday. Never, 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 never. No. I just, I don't, I personally, like, for a lot of people, like, it works, but for me personally, I think it's so... Ugh, like, ugh, no, like, Christmas is Christmas, right? You know, Valentine's Day is Valentine's Day, right? Like, to ask somebody to marry you on those days, I just, I think it's just so cliche. It's so obvious. I want, like, if I'm ever going to get married, like, that's to be seen. Like, who knows anymore, you know? I don't even know anymore. But, like, let's say I'm in love, I'm mar- I'm dating somebody for a long time, going to marry them. I'm not going to ask them to, like, marry me unless I know they're going to say yes, Right? But I'd like to make it a surprise that they don't see coming. Like, like I'd like to plan out the whole thing on like a random day, you know, plan it out, make it a really special day. Whereas like if you like ask somebody to marry you on a holiday, it's already a special day. And you're just kind of like, you know, mushing them together. I feel like it should be in its I, should, I, feel, I just feel like it should be its own day. You know, a lot of effort should be put in that day. But I just feel like it's so you, you, know, you can see it coming from miles away. And if anybody asks, I feel like I'm going to be the one asking somebody to marry me because I just, I would like to do that. But let's say somebody asks me to marry them, which I don't see happening, but let's say they do, right? If they, if they dare ask me on a holiday, I'm saying no. It's going to be straight up no. Sorry. And like, I'm thinking about the new year, you know, as I'm listing things on my bucket list 
And like, I have like normal stuff on my bucket list. It's not all, you know, doing illegal activities. I have normal things like going to the gym or learning to cook a new recipe. But what's fun about listing those things? Nothing. Who's, I barely want to do them. Who's going who's gonna to hear me want to talk about that? But like, I'm thinking about the new year and it's making me reflect on 2020. And all in all, 2020 was generally speaking a fucking shit year. But personally, for me, it wasn't a terrible year. I got, you know, COVID forced me to go home and spend time with my family and not do anything but spend time with my family. And um, it was honestly, like, I just grew closer to them. I, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind being at home for so long. I was at home for like five, six months. And it was honestly a blessing in disguise in a way. I didn't get tired or bored of my family. We got really close. We did a lot of family activities together. It was, I don't know, it was just a lot of fun. I liked being home, and so I liked being home for Christmas as well. Also, I feel like it was one of the best summers I had. Was it productive? No. I'm, I'm really never that productive. But I still had a great year. I got really close with my friends, really close with my family. You know, I'm in a much better place mentally, I think, than I was a, like two years ago or even three years ago, I'm finally like in a place in my life where I'm like, yeah, I like living life. You know, I don't hate life, which is always a good thing. So that really makes me excited for 2021 because I think maybe, you know, it can, like, it can only go up. I mean, that's a lie. It can always go down. But I really think like, like it's only going to get better from here. I think I'm going to have a really good year. Will I maybe be productive? I'm going to really try and be productive. You know, I'm going to try and record more on this podcast. I'm going to try and put the podcast on Spotify. I'm looking into that. It's looking like I'll be able to. It just is a lot of work or whatever. And and I'm not the greatest with doing extra work when I don't want to. So I have a lot of things that I want to get accomplished this year. You know, I've never really been one to look towards the future I've always been kind of like thinking in the moment kind of person living in the moment kind of person but for the first time and I think in my entire life I'm like looking forward to the future I mean like I feel like I'm maturing a bit as a person I'm really excited for the future I'm growing up a bit it is scary but at the same time it's I'm looking forward to it which I've never done before so it's kind of a new feeling for me and so I'm really looking forward to the year I'm I'm hoping praying asking the universe to give us a good year, to give everybody a good year. We've had too much death, too much, you know, sadness, heartbreak, pain this year. And I'm, I, we, I, everyone just needs a break. And so I'm really going to try, like, live in the moment, but also live for the future, set myself up for the future, and live life a bit without wasting it away because it would just be such a shame to just, just you know, five years pass and I'm in, a blink, in the blink of an eye and I haven't done anything. But if I had to pick one New Year's resolution... Um, generically speaking, not from my bucket list, but a resolution, it would be to actually live life this year a bit and experience life. So I'm looking forward to doing that. And ending this podcast on a bit of a serious note, you know, I just, again, would like to say thank you. And I appreciate everyone listening to this. If you listen to the end, um, even if it's just my friends and family, I appreciate your guys' support. And it's really good to hear when you like an episode or you don't like an episode. I love good feedback. So, you know, if you have my, if you have my number and you listen to this, shoot me a text, let me know what you think. But, um, thank you so much for everyone for listening to this. Um, you know, and I hope, I hope you all have a really good year and I hope that the year starts off well and continues to go up. And I hope that everyone has, you know, just a break. We all just need a fucking break. And so I just hope that this year is good for everybody or at least better than last year. And so happy new year. 
And stay tuned for my next episode. I'm trying to be a little bit more productive. Like I said, I'm trying to post a little bit more. But yeah, so thank you so much for listening. My name is Carlin Kinney, and you just listened to my podcast, Hear Me Clear.